Welcome to the Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association, helping sales-focused professionals discover new tools, trends, and strategies. Welcome to the October 2016 Sales Pro Chat Podcast, brought to you by the CPSA. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, and this month we're looking at personal branding for sales and driving revenue through improving your online brand. Today's buyers are more selective than ever. When it comes to using vendors, they must be someone the buyer can trust. In connection with the October 2016 webinar, which looks to help sales professionals uncover ways that developing a personal online brand can impact revenue, I'm lucky to be joined by one of the webinar presenters, Mario Martinez Jr. Mario is CEO and Chief Social Selling Champion at M3JR Growth Strategies. He's also a startup advisor and a contributing writer for the Huffington Post. Mario has been identified by LinkedIn as one of the top experts in the world on social selling. And more recently, he was named as one of the top 10 sales gurus in the world by Rise Market Insight. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Mario, welcome to Sales Pro Chat. Bill, I'm excited to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. This should be a great conversation, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. You are a big celebrity in the space, sir. I've been very excited about uh, getting a chance to chat with you. And we've got We've got some pretty in-depth questions. We're really, really going to test you out today, sir. <laughs> well, let's hope I can answer them. And thanks. Uh, I never thought of myself as a celebrity, but I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's jump straight in. Uh, let's, let's start by defining a personal online brand. Um, and what are the key social networks that one should be on? Please, can you share your thoughts on what a personal online brand means? And, and and why it matters as well. Yeah, that's a really great question. So that question takes on multiple meanings depending on who you're talking to and what their role is and what they're looking to accomplish uh, online. So as an example, it could be that you're looking for the next great role in your organization or outside your organization and you are a non-sales or marketing person or a non-customer interfacing individual. But I'm going to put that discussion of personal branding aside. I'm going to just focus on what I truly care about from, uh, from my personal mission and goal. And that is all about those that touch the customer, predominantly sales and marketers. And when you think about this personal brand, um, rewind back 20 years ago, you and I didn't think about uh, this personal online brand that we had to have in order to be able to um, help drive sales. We thought about branding ourselves internally, making sure we're following the right um, steps within the corporation to be able to climb the corporate ladder or to take the advancements or those types of things. And we thought about doing all the right things internally for growth trajectory inside of an organization. However, what's changed is the fact that there's this now 
predominant society that we live in that is digitally connected, that is socially enabled, and that is mobile enabled. And we uh, all live on social networks. And so one of the things that salespeople and marketers or those that are customer facing uh, can actually do is develop themselves as an influencer, as a leader in their space, in their market, uh, so that when buyers are looking for information, their contact information, their profiles, their uh, thought leadership, their um, sharing of, of, of materials and information can actually pop up in front of a buyer. And that's extremely powerful. And I think that's one of the things that uh, sales and marketers are oftentimes forgetting, the power of building their brand so they can be looked at as an expert in this area. Because let's face it, uh, in most cases, you're not a standalone salesperson that doesn't have competition. In most cases, you do have competition and buyers have choices. So when buyers are engaging, they are uh, engaging online. How do we know this? There's hundreds, thousands of buyers who have um, filled out uh, surveys from Gartner or CEB as an example that says they actually go online and are about 60% or greater of the way, like 6% or greater um, of the way through their research process prior to actually picking up a phone and calling a sales rep. And where are they doing that at? None other than social networks, online buying communities, and through the World Wide Web. So, so really this online brand is speaking to how do we position ourselves as salespeople and as marketers to be able to A, be thought of as a industry leader or expert in our particular segment to actually be thought of by a buyer when we're, they're thinking of an investment or purchasing a particular product, solution, or service. And then also to be thought of as a go-to resource, as someone that they want to engage with um, in order to be able to get answers to the questions that they're looking for. Uh, did that answer your question, Bill? It certainly does, Mario. <laughs> That's a fantastic overview. Thank you very much. Let's... Uh... Let's drill down on, on one thing that you mentioned uh, just a moment ago, and that's that's kind of uh, this idea of uh, finding your feet in the world of social uh, so that you can then leverage it. But uh, more specifically, um, how can a sales-focused person find that voice, that, that, that unique voice that's, that speaks to the needs of the modern buyer? You know, part of the, the, the steps of social selling, uh, I've defined it as number, there's five, five particular categories or steps that you have to go through. And the first one was branding. We just covered that. The second one is really taking the time to understand your buyer so that you can engage. And once you understand how you help a buyer, then you can start mapping engagement directly with that buyer uh, in your voice that speaks to the needs of that particular buyer. And that's really, really, really critical. If you ask um, many sales reps, you know, what do you do? Most sales reps will say, oh, I'm a sales rep for or account manager, account executive, or national account, global account, whatever the, whatever the answer might be, for company ABC. Okay, great. Well, what really do you do? Well, I'm not exactly sure what you mean. Well, the answer really should be, Bill, what I do is, is I actually help sales organizations connect with, and in my case, connect with today's modern buyers through social networks that deliver sales results. That's what I do. 
I stated for you in that particular um, statement how I help buyers and who I actually help, salespeople and also connecting with, with today's buyers because that's really the challenge. That's where I think reps really need to uh, take the time to sit back and understand the needs of their buyers. What, are, what problem are they solving for once they understand those business problems? Now they can go ahead and learn to engage with that particular buyer based upon the needs of the buyer. Okay. Thank you very much. Let's uh, let, let's now uh, move on to considerations of relating to your audience and building up that relationship with them. Can you offer some insights on how sales pros can go about building a strong relationship with their target customers? How how can salespeople be seen to be uh, a go-to for solving business problems and offering the best solutions? So it, that's a really great question. It's really about creating a level of relevance to your buyers and learning how to relate to them, which ultimately leads to the action here is to connect. Um, and you'll notice that some of the comments that I'm giving you, I talked about understanding the buyer, which leads you to engage earlier. This one I'm talking about relating, learning to relate to your buyer, which leads you to connect, right? So things that you can do, uh, how do you go about doing that is you absolutely should be leveraging tools to do research like LinkedIn, like Twitter, and understanding what are some of the pieces of content that your buyer is actually publishing, that your buyer is actually putting out for, for inside of groups, as an example, and asking questions uh, to their online community saying, uh, has anybody dealt with this particular problem or this particular issue? Okay. Now, I think we're well into that particular segment uh, of, of what many reps are doing today in terms of trying to discover what their buyers are interested in, and they're looking and they're doing some of the research. Uh, but you'd be surprised over how many sales reps uh, do not leverage the social networks to be able to see what their buyers are talking about, including even looking them up on Facebook as an example, which I would not encourage you to engage there because it's usually more personal in nature unless they're a public figure. But um, looking them up on Facebook and understanding, you know, do they have children? Do they have kids? Uh, you know, what, what was the latest thing? Some people have their profiles open in public. So you need to be able to um, uh, uh, relate to your buyers by engaging with them and very specifically mapping content to the buyer's journey. This includes having content available inside your profile, and this includes putting content out there on your networks, and this includes putting content directly to them. And I'll give you a great example. I actually had a client who, uh, through research, discovered that one of their buyers was an astronomy or astronomy fiend. He loved everything about the stars and the outer space and the universe and all this other stuff. And so she started engaging with him by sending him content specifically about what his personal interests were. By the, I think it was the third or fourth message that she had sent him saying, hey, I found this article. This was actually pretty intriguing. I thought you might be interested in it. He actually turned around and said, I've never had a sales rep do this before. I want to meet you face to face. And that turned into a conversation. So sometimes content that we map to the buyer's journey uh, may not necessarily be to uh, solve the business problem, but it might mean to learn to develop a relationship that actually maps to their interest. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And you've really given some great examples there of, of research. Just a little bit of research, going to a LinkedIn profile, Facebook page, whatever it might be, 
uh, understanding the, the particular interests of of that likely candidate, um, that likely prospect can make all the difference. Um, and, and the information is out there. It's just a case of spending the time and, 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 uh, and doing your homework. So let, let's let's now talk about the, the cell itself. OK, so imagine, Mario, that I'm, I'm doing all the right things. I'm, I'm out there on the right social media channels. I'm doing my homework. I'm doing my research into people. I'm creating the right types of content. How do I now start to to, to monetize that? What what are the ways that I can begin to generate revenue from from my big online brand? Well, it, it you know the online brand is uh, a one of the five steps, if you would, right, uh, of engaging with a buyer in this methodology, in this sales prospecting methodology called social selling. And quite frankly, in two years from now, Bill, social selling won't be called social selling; it'll just be called selling. <laughs> sure. Just like today, yeah. uh, when someone says, uh, you know, uh, go and prospect, it, it is a given that you're leveraging things like the cold call or an email marketing uh, to be able to create outreach to, to a buyer. And in two years from now, social selling will just be that. But in answer to your question in terms of how they leveraging the right social media channels uh, to target your demographics or target your audience, um, and how do you start to see the benefits of that in the sales funnel and generate revenue? Here's the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is, is the idea is to create a brand that is attractive to your buyers and that serves as a lead magnet where they instantly see when you engage, when you, uh, engage with them that you are somebody that can potentially offer value. Then once they've done that and they've engaged with you um, to, to uh, whether it's, you know, through a profile view on LinkedIn or whether it's through a tweet, a tweet uh, or, you know, some other online fashion, you, you begin to engage with them. You, you get that engagement going. Now your next step is to connect with them. And once you connect with them, your, your next step is to feed them. And that's how you build that relationship. That naturally turns into an opportunity to be able to actually take that relationship that you've developed, developed online and turn it into an offline discussion. And that's very important that the goal here is to turn every online conversation into an offline conversation. The phone is not dead and your legs are not broken. So you still have to get out and meet face to face to your customers or do the virtual meetings to, to meet with them. And the phone is not broken. So we still have to make those calls to be able to help connect the dots, if you would. Um, so when you do those types of things, then you start to reap the benefits. And it's just a case in point in our business alone, um, we do zero zero outbound prospecting and we do not do any advertising whatsoever um and so all of our uh sales opportunities and leads are 100 percent inbound as a result of the branding that we do from content writing content resharing from engaging online to uh um, engaging with other people's our targeted buyers content uh to also um leveraging every single time uh somebody actually looks at our profile. Is this a targeted profile person that I want to engage with, right? Uh, of that person. So those are the, doing those things will help lead to that, to that sales opportunity. And one of the things I talk about in this, the sales process here and developing your sales funnel that most people forget to do, and most people don't do it very well. And that is what I call humanizing the connection experience. If you want to build a relationship, you need to humanize the connection experience. And Anthony Anarino, uh, a uh, friend of mine who is also a um, uh, sales leader and keynote thought leader on sales, one of the things he said recently in a webinar he did with me was, um, your job is to, is to make things 
unequal between you and your competition. And that was just fabulous advice. All things being unequal, relationships win. All things being equal, relationships win. So our job is to learn to humanize the connection experience. And in the old days, we used to walk into a office to meet face-to-face bill with our, with our buyer. And the first thing a, a sales rep would do when walking into the office uh, is look for that big fish on the wall, the picture of them holding the big fish on the wall or them with their children, uh, cool. something that would help us to start that personal conversation of the first 10 minutes of the meeting. Do you recall those days? I do. I do. They're yeah. many, many years ago now, but uh, exactly. <laughs> and so here's the problem. The problem is, is you and I are we're so virtually connected uh, society. We're socially connected. We are texting to be able to have relationships now with with, with individuals. And we, you know, uh, companies have cut off of hundreds of millions of square footage uh, and shrunk the the square footage of organizations, and they put people at work at home environments. And in some cases, many leaders don't even have offices anymore. They meet when they meet with somebody face to face, if they do face to face, they're meeting in a public conference room that that is borrowed for the hour or the 30 minutes that you've got. Right. So connecting with with your buyer is so critical. Um, and there's some articles that we're coming out with really talking about humanizing this connection experience. How do you take an online connection that you just made? Bill and I just connected as an example, and we just connected. How do I actually turn that into uh, an emotional connection where you actually are building trust instantly. Mario, I could s- sit here with you today and uh, and chat about this stuff for hours more. I think um, we haven't even got on. To- <laughs> we haven't even got on uh, in depth into the metrics and the measurement or, or some of these activities. But that that'll wait for another another time. I, I, I do hope we can get you on again. But for 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 now, uh, before we wrap up, can, how how can the CPSA audience learn more about you? A couple things I would encourage you them to do. Number one, connect with me on um, LinkedIn. And when you send a connection request, personalize it and put inside there sales pro chat rules, right? Uh, hashtag sales pro chat rocks, sales pro chat rules, whatever you want to say. And then I'll know exactly that you found me through the podcast. And one other area that I would highly, highly, highly encourage individuals to take a look at and leverage, um, we have a plethora of videos on our YouTube channel. Um, and most of the videos are three minutes or less. Um, and we do a segment called Raw and Unfiltered. And it's, I, I could be walking on the streets of San Francisco. Um, uh, I could be with my son or kid and a thought comes to mind or an email comes to mind and I start talking about it. So uh, join that, those particular, uh, join that, subscribe to that channel. And uh, I think you'll find some value out of those videos there. Mario Marcinez Jr., thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, it's been awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And audience, until next time, this has been your host, Bill Bannum, with the Sales Pro Chat podcast. Uh, Look forward to joining you again soon. Thank you for listening to Sales Pro Chat podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. 